0: WELCOME BACK TO ANOTHER EPISODE OF THE YNK PODCAST! Yeah. WHAT'S UP, STEVES? IT'S YOUR PRODUCER AND THE ASSISTANT TO THE REGIONAL MANAGER, JOHN KILMER. NOW, I'M SURE YOU'RE SICK OF HEARING US TALK ABOUT THE BRAVO PAY APP, BUT WE'RE FINALLY MAKING OUR BIG ANNOUNCEMENT THIS EPISODE, SO IF YOU WANT TO GET AHEAD OF THE GAME, MAKE SURE YOU DOWNLOAD THE BRAVO PAY APP, AND IF YOU ALREADY HAVE IT, JUST UPDATE IT IN THE APP STORE. Let's get on with the Monkey flipping Show. So we'll dive right into it. I think our, today's YNK podcast is brought to you by change. Yeah. A lot of people fear change, but sometimes it's, it's necessary in order to flourish and grow.
1: It is necessary, it's not sometimes. I mean, you're right, it can't, you can't be in a constant state of change, but change there's a quote like change is the only constant yet we fear it the most it's the only constant it's the only thing like guaranteed in life is like things are going to change you know what i mean whether it's your body your mind state where you are the people around you mm-hmm. um just like
0: the leaves in fall
1: yeah and uh speaking of fall and speaking of change the nashville trip is something i wanted to touch on mm-hmm. um And this is all kind of about change, you're right, but it's uh, a lot of people are asking when and why, and um, we're looking for houses right now, and we're going to be there ASAP. Um, It's going to be anywhere from, like, the next two to four months, I imagine, but um, people wanted to, like, know why a little bit more, and, like, honestly, it's interesting, like, I had come across some content talking about change and where leaning into change and how it can bring you down places you've never been before i feel like that about nashville i feel like we're ready to go this new environment will just bring new great energy and great things for us so that's one of the main reasons you know what i mean also family like our family's all on the east coast Mm -hmm. i'm watching fucking brielle i mean i know personally you don't have a niece
0: i don't not that i know of (laughs)
1: yeah um uh it's just like dude I'm just watching her fucking grow up so fast and I can't barely see her, you know. So it sucks. Now we're like an hour and a half away, you know. I could go up there for fucking lunch, come back and be back at dinner. You That's know? That's true.
0: On the other end of the spectrum, I uh my dad's an old timer. He's mm-hmm. I, b- I believe he's turning 79 this year. Yeah. So man, I would love to spend more time with him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Um, <laughs> and just being around them. Um, you know, we talked about the LA environment and change. Like, dude. The things I've found to be cool and interesting and, like, important have changed. Like what? Like, L.A. no longer serves, like, the things that, like, are most important to me and the things I enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that Los Angeles as an entity is like, oop, this is bringing so much value to what I care about. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to what I care about that I have to be here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. environmentally, I'm talking more so, like, socially... Um, you know like it's a it kind of feels like high school in a sense where it's just like the things that kind of mattered then like the popular popularity and like who's coming and what parties and all those things they really do they really do like they are a big undertone of what's going on here and 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 that's no shade it's part of the networking thing that la offers like Oh man, LA! You, you got to be there to network and like meet the right people. And we've been here and we've done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's just something so draining about the social environment here.
0: Um, people ask me. I've been on a lot of podcasts the past few weeks. Uh, shout out to all the fans that had me on. Um, they they asked the same question. You know, why are you moving to Nashville or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I kind of added to what you were just saying. A lot. I th- I believe like the attitude here is very ego driven, especially within the entertainment industry it's all about like you know what am i doing um what am i up to like whatever it's and it's it's very vanity driven as well
1: like what what designer like what clothes is he wearing like all this shit you know when you think about nashville and like we've just naturally been kind of implemented there like with the young country guys are the ones that fuck with my music and reach out to me and like Mm -hmm. you guys are gonna see a lot of that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but like and when I go around those dudes and and I'm in that, those areas and I'm in Nashville, like, I kind of feel like I fit in. I've never really felt like I fit in in Los Angeles. We've become cool with a lot of people and over time have built respect and have a presence here. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean by fitting in? It's just like there's a comfortability about, like, oh, we share similar um, desires, we, sh- we we care about the same things, we like to do the same things, you know, mm-hmm. I go hang out with the young country dudes, bro, we get it's like, it's kind of like, just different versions of us, in the sense of like, what they want to do, you know what I mean, and yeah, bro, going out, go out to the fucking bars with some of these big ass country stars in Nashville, and they don't, there's no security like, there's a level of like privacy, we talked about fame in the last episode, there's a level of like there's a level of uh, I, not privacy, peace, that that side of town, like in this side of the spectrum, offers to mm-hmm. people in this position, and I, it's really comforting and inviting for for me personally, and that's part of it as well. Plus, financially, like we talk about, we don't talk about wealth a lot, or like things we're trying to do business wise, but you're mentioning a lot of people are getting out of L. A. for that reason, financially. Oh man, there's a mass exodus. Like Joe, Joe had a whole
0: segment about it. Rogan's heading out to Texas. Yeah, he's... he's From he's, to Austin, right? Yeah. And, yeah. like, honestly,
1: it wasn't because he... But we. I kind of made it arrive at the decision very similar timing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of him. It was just I had been kind of getting signs for a long time about it. But um, there's a mass exodus out of here. There, there's a huge population problem. There's a huge homeless population problem. Mm-hmm. There's a huge financial problem happening. And one of the proposals to fix it is fucking ridiculous bro and it's like in motion it's a tax proposal to take from 40 i think it's in the low 40s the percentile tax bracket the top bracket in los angeles there, there's a proposal in motion to get it to 54 54 percent.
0: yeah it's insane
1: so i'm getting the my i'm not even getting the lion's share of my income before expenses mm-hmm. before anything you know what i'm saying before so there's just like look because of covid it's made it very clear that, like, you no longer, it's not really about where you are. Like, the comics, they were around, because, like, look, we got these, the the comedy store, all these amazing places where you'd come, and there's yep. a huge culture. For me, I work in my fucking house. Yeah. I work with one, two producers, or a, a few producers remotely, one in person. He splits his time in Nashville. He makes a lot of the country music you hear on the radio now. Mm-hmm. So there's just all these alignments, you know what I mean? But financially, bro, like, I'm getting into a phase where I'm trying to build wealth. Like I'm going into like a more like, you know, it's not about like spending on things. I'm trying to like grow wealth and be in a place that's, that's like actually going to serve that purpose. Like when I talk about LA not serving, I don't want like a huge house and be spending 25 K a month and all this crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then get 54% tax. Like, you go to Nashville there's no income tax it's it's crazy so there's just so many pros and i can't really think of many cons outside of like humidity <laughs> i
0: know i you know? mean a lot of people i mean it's a common theme right everyone's like you should be taxing the rich more yeah or whatever and like that's true to an extent especially uh with like you know huge huge companies that's it makes sense but yeah. at the end of the day uh i mean the saying with communism is uh, give according to your abilities and take according to your needs. And it's kinda it, it's a it's almost a system that I don't believe really works in society where, you know, people are kind of all on level playing fields financially, even though some people are, you know, doing I don't want to say more important things, but you know, mm-hmm. like like I ha- what you mean. higher skill level things. Yeah. So like it's it's hard to find like that that line. But also, uh to add what you were saying and it kind of segues into um what we're gonna talk about next is you were talking about the comedy clubs and like how, you know, comedians sometimes have to be here because the comedy store is here or whatever. It's not for entertainers, especially. It doesn't really necessarily matter where who you are, are anymore, based on um, the the access you can give people and the the things you can do content-wise and how you present it. Um, it almost doesn't even matter where you are. Like you don't have to be in a comedy club to you know for what three hundred people a night to figure out who you are. You can release certain types of content where it can you can open the door so much wider than that.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, the whole thing, there's, like, with comedy, a lot of it has, there's a whole thing where it's, like, you go see it, you go see it live, Yeah. people work out their shit, Mm -hmm. you can't film, it doesn't, it's not built for the internet, like, you can't Mm -hmm. film when you're at a comedy club from the crowd, Yeah. because your people are working on their bits for bigger shows and shit. Mm -hmm. But, like, what I'm saying is this whole thing, like, kind of shifted to where, like, now, comics your crowd is on the internet. Yeah. That whole, the whole phase of like, working out at comedy stores is obviously on the back burner. So now it's like, their income as well, like they're not touring. Mm -hmm. So it now has to go to the internet. Yep. And now, and like, obviously it doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. So why would you stay in a place where one, you know, you're getting, you're getting like, the short end of the stick financially for the money you do have coming in. And like, look, Trust me, I'm in the giving I, I i like i I don't believe in like amassing billions of dollars and like look if i if I had a billion dollars
0: <laughs> i'd <just>, i'm <laughs> giving I'm, but like
1: if I do bro yeah. I'm giving so much of that away like yeah, for real, mark my words, like if we ever
0: that ever happens I always think myself like at least half at least yeah, half I would just at least half, but like
1: I would do it in a way where like bro like legitimately you could figure out like who is everybody who is struggling paycheck to paycheck and just give him fucking money yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like figure out what kind of program could man like obviously there's huge hoops you got to jump through for all that but like bro jeff bezos since the coronavirus has made like i think since it started he's made like 20 billion dollars yeah he could cure world hunger with what he's made during the coronavirus. I know. Period. So, so
0: during Corona, he um, recordedly donated one hundred twenty-five million dollars, which sounds like a lot, and I know. And actually, like the I co- write-offs. I yeah. One, it's a write-off. So like, <laughs> it's all it is. It's with the wrong incentive. But you compare it to what other people are doing. Like the the guy who created Square. You know that company Square. Mm-hmm. He, I'm gonna botch this, but if you look it up, he gave away like. Twenty or thirty percent of his net worth just during this coronavirus time. Amazing, you know what I mean? Like, so you compare that where like one hundred twenty-five million for Jeff Bezos' net worth, it's like less than half of. And look, there's no, and it's not, it's not a competition or whatever. but Like, if we're gonna do apples and oranges to compare, exactly.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, this isn't even about like going after people and what they give. I'm just saying, I definitely believe in capitalism. In today's world, look, I've read shit every fucking day about minimalism. Buddhism, Taoism, the shit that I'm into is all about understanding that like, the less you have, the like the less you have to worry about. Like there's an under, there's like an undertone of like finding the real ultimate peace is like, if you're able to, if you're not consumed with like your possess, like more or less, we're all kind of everyday working for, so that we can acquire more things, if you really break it down. Whether yeah. it's mm-hmm. more money, even if it's with great intention, you know, like mm-hmm. we're in this capitalism environment. I don't think that can be reversed. And I believe in capitalism. Mm-hmm. But I also try to balance it with like, I don't need that. And I don't need that just because he has this. Like, you know what I mean? I, I It helps me shave some of that off. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I, you read, like, Gary Vee, or he talks about, like, he's like, I didn't do anything in my 20s. I sacrificed my entire 20s, and I worked every day, and I accumulated wealth. Like, I, I couldn't do that personally. I didn't do that. I did the opposite, I think. Right, yeah. I did, like, the other end of the spectrum where I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to have the best time of my life. Totally. i worry about money later. Totally. But it's, yeah, it, I think it is about finding the balance between, between those two things. For right, sure. right. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, just going on, on change where, and where, where our initial topic was, what we wanted to kind of bring up is, like, look, mm-hmm. We, uh, we're making this move. Um, I'm going home. We're going home to see family. We have some things on the docket. We're basically entering a phase like, look, the coronavirus shit did change our plans musically because
2: mm-hmm.
1: we had a plan to be set up for a tour at a certain time, and now touring is X'd. And you want to kind of save your project, your album, in an. You want to actually have like so, an arc. You want to tour off your album. You have an arc yeah. to the album and then to the tour, mm-hmm. and that's how things are built properly. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, like, it's... an. I get I'll, that
0: question a lot. When's the album coming out? Yeah, and I get it. Look, we could have put out an album twice already, maybe. And I told everyone, you know, if given circum- different circumstances, it probably would have been out already.
1: It would have, yeah.
0: because I know what our initial
1: dates were. But those that's... And our, that problem, like, I have no... Uh, that's why I don't talk about it, because... Yeah, we've built this plan and we got, you know, a wrench got thrown in it, but everybody had a wrench thrown in their plans and we actually are in a great position. So there's there's no there's no ill will towards the whole thing. It's more so basically what what's happening is every 5 to 7 weeks we're going to put out a new record. Mm-hmm. All these songs have the potentiality of being on the album. I have so many fucking ideas. I have so many songs. So you guys are going to be fed every 5, I'd say every 5 to 6 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um a new record and all these are the ones I've the mic ones are the ones I've been sitting on and building. Yeah. And
0: um, and the the last two have been your biggest releases so far. Yeah, right? ever. Yeah. Out of the gate. Especially and it's the not last
1: one. we haven't done any deal. I'm completely independent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a, another thing I, I could touch on really quick because I know we've we've hinted at deals coming. Um but man, let me tell you, like it was what I what I was saying about Nashville and LA not necessarily aligning with what I want anymore like I'm privy to a lot of famous people um I'm not anywhere near that level of like A-list fame or B-list fame even mm-hmm. um and I'm privy to a lot of these these environments I see how it is I don't know if I want it man like mm-hmm. you know we that's you know this and we've talked about it on the podcast a lot of my decisions up till now of being independent and like the decisions we've made and what we spend money on and what we do, it's not about acquiring fame or the fame is the least important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's it's never been something that like my soul really wanted, right? But then I've become more present in LA and been had access to some crazy relationships and things. And I see how these motherfuckers are yep. and what it does to you and, and just the stress like... And my soul is taking me, like, the other way where I'm, like, reading about Buddhism and, like, how I can simplify things. And yep. and that's what makes me feel good. And then when I see what they go through, um, the pros aren't, like, they don't outweigh the cons. I like to walk down the middle of the beach, bro. Yeah. I like to fucking be hung over on the front step with a dip in like (laughs) kissing a girl goodbye in the morning like
0: (laughs) you know what i mean would be great press though
1: yeah but like that's that's all cool what i'm saying is like the privacy and the peace is like where my life and my heart is going Mm -hmm. and i am in an interesting position i'm actually i actually love having like middle level fame Mm -hmm. i love it yep because i do like performing and i do like i do like you know making art and sharing it and having people appreciate it, it makes me feel great. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but I get to go and compartmentalize it like we talk about balance, I get to go on tour and live that for three months, and I'm like, all right, that's enough, like I don't want people to be taking pictures of me eating a pizza through the window like I don't yeah, you know what I mean i don't mm-hmm. not that i I'm bothered by it, but if it was every fucking day everywhere, I would be yeah, it'd be hard you know yeah. so we're 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 definitely creating we're in a position to create a bigger um attention a bigger amount of attention for my music Mm -hmm. right that's a good way of putting it like we're gonna get in front of more people but to your point like these songs are the biggest ones of out of the gate for me ever and there's been nothing different done like i've had no help you know i haven't done a deal there's been no help to it yet they're not on playlists and shit you Mm -hmm. know it's just like yeah they're bigger so you guys are doing that and you guys are understanding and hearing the sound and getting what and getting it, which is amazing. So um, with all that being said, you know, we'll keep you guys plugged in on things as they go down, but we're still an independent train. We're still rocking as, as we always have, mm-hmm. just raising the bar. I feel like we're more prepared musically and just even just as people were more prepared. So it's an interesting time, but we're, I'm just trying to share these things with you guys and share this is like giving you guys peeks into our lives when we do this weekly and we, we love doing it but getting to our main point of this whole podcast we want to talk about is basically we have another podcast um in in progress um that i'm so excited about i don't i'm not going to say it yet once you guys once we announce it and it's going to be very soon i think you guys will be extremely excited too um mm-hmm. it'll be a podcast with someone else that we'll be doing and we're going to take the you never know podcast and make it bi-weekly from here on out. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not every week. And we're also setting up a new set design downstairs where I'm going to have call in guests and we're going to get back to guests.
0: Yeah. I mean, we have it. We held off. You've seen a lot of podcasts to, you know, the zoom calls and, yeah. and, the, and the video conferencing. We've held off for a very long time. But mm-hmm. yeah. And look, it's time
1: Kilmer asked me 10 times. Yeah. Like, why don't we do a Zoom? Why don't we do... Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I just... I, when, I know when I'm scrolling and I'm fans of podcasts and I see the Zoom shit, I don't like it. It's not nearly the same. It's not nearly as, like, captivating. Right. That, um, And, you know, I love our podcast, too. The shit we sit and chop it up. And and that shit really works when we were doing it biweekly. Mm-hmm. It was creating a good balance, right? But yep. with the new podcast being introduced with the move and all the things we've been talking about and with where commerce is going, we could talk about it a little bit. We've touched on it. We're here to, we're just sitting and watching and looking, look at the baby, look at the baby. Mm-hmm. We're just watching it and assessing it. And I think it's, you know, leaning into change again. So we're going into bi-weekly. We are setting up a set design that I'll have. I'll start having some guests. I'm going to have a guest from the bubble yep. call in and let us know what the bubble's like. I want to talk to Trevor Bauer. I'm going to have him or start getting some guests again mm-hmm. um, and start, you know, we have to respect coronavirus is still a train wreck here. Yep. It's not something we're trying to like promote, you know? So mm-hmm. until it's clear, that's going to be something, you know, that's going to be our guest format. We want to, and then want to talk a little we, bit about, we can
0: jump into that after the break uh, to add what Mike was saying. We have been by curious for a while with this podcast and, um, and it's for a few reasons, but before we uh, dive into what we're going to talk about next, take a little pee break. Well, quick little word from our sponsors, John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. Oh yeah, uh, these are actually good buddies of ours, um, and it's a brand called Liquid IV. I know you've seen us in the past, especially Mike, uh, he just completely through the trenches the next morning after a long bender, which you know could have been a day or a week with him, <laughs> and you've seen him uh, hooked up to an actual IV which we've done many times, sometimes at the house, sometimes, you know, at a hotel or on whatever, tour, usually. sometimes on tour. Um, and then you've seen us drink Pedialyte, which is for babies. Let's be honest. So we, we have here, um, liquid IV, which are like little flavor packets. And it's essentially just a, a hydration multiplier, uh, very similar to, you know, Pedialyte, but I mean, it's meant for adults. It has ingredients for adults, not little babies. I'll take some of that actually. And, um, We've honestly been, thanks to Liquid IV, but they've been giving us product the past month or so. I've been using it every day personally. Yeah, um, I use it too. I throw down before I know I'm going to be drinking for a while to keep me hydrated through the through the bender, and then the next morning I take one down as well. And, you know, speaking of someone who's gotten an IV before, speaking of someone who's drinking like a big jug of Pedialyte, this is just such a more convenient way. And the flavors are fantastic. Pedialyte kind of has a funky taste to it. Yeah. The... The flavors are fantastic and just a, such a convenient way to just hydrate yourself and feel a lot better without having to stick a needle in your arm or chug a bunch of baby formula.
1: Yeah, so, so two to three times more hydration than water alone. Yeah. Three times the electrolytes, five essential vitamins. This, their, their claim, um, the science of it is essentially one stick of it is equivalent to what three waters would give you in hydration, three yeah. water bottles. So. Mm-hmm. Look, I just uh, drinking or not, I, dude, I've gotten into the body dynamics a lot. Like if I watch content, Same. some of it's spiritual, but I mm-hmm. love learning about the body and the mind. And mm-hmm. and um, hydration is like insane for your skin. I've noticed a huge difference. I drink.
0: I do it for my skin because you know we're we're getting up there in the years, and I'm starting to see, <laughs> starting to see the wrinkles around the eyes. And when I'm just fucking dehydrated and, like, shitty and hungover, like, I look like a bag of shit.
1: Yeah, you, but you just got on the skin. Like, I've been bullying you to get on. You're right yeah, now, right? I, now, I just right?
0: started. Yeah, but hydration is probably one of the biggest components is just drinking, you know. Yeah. And it, it's work. It's work to drink a lot of water every day. I mean, you think of, like, how many ounces you have to drink a day or what's, you know, recommended. Yeah. It's like, you know, what, 100, 150, 200 ounces, which yeah. is insane.
1: I just got on the water train heavy the last, like, year. Like, mm-hmm. Blue was on it before me. Um, I found great water, this flow water, my boy's company. It's not an ad, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, look, what I'm saying is drinking or not like having one of these is actually dope. Yeah. It's and, helpful.
0: And they, they put out other products as well. It's not just the, uh, hydration multipliers. They actually have a, uh, an energy multiplier, which it's, I, I honestly use it as pre-workout at this point, but it doesn't have like those like jittery, um, ingredients that just make you feel like you're on crack. Yeah. It just has like, you know, it's. I want to say it has a, uh, has matcha in it. If you're into like matcha green tea and just a bunch of other ingredients, so uh, it doesn't give you like those like weird jitters that pre-workout does. So um, that's, you know, I, I definitely recommend this as well. If even if it's just the morning and just uh, not getting the coffee jitters and just having something like organic in your blood, um, or just doing a workout, it's really good. So we're gonna j- jump in the next part of the conversation, but we're gonna take a piss first. Okay, let's do it. Let's drain it be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean, right after this urination break. All right, let's cut the shit. John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. You just heard us talking about it on the show, Liquid IV. If you want to get it for yourself, go to liquidiv.com, use promo code YNK to get 25% off anything in the store and your entire order. That's promo code YNK at liquidiv.com. We use it here at the ranch When we're getting pounded every night Your ass might get drunk Our asses get pounded So use Liquid IV when your ass gets pounded To hydrate and to feel better And to feel your best self That's promo code YNK at liquidiv.com Fellas, John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product Now we all know that our hair is very important to our image It's who we are, it's part of our identity We like to comb it nice Before we take a lady on a nice sultry evening on the town But unfortunately, as we get older, the shit starts to fall out. Our friends at Keeps have never made it more simple to keep your hair. Now two out of three men start to experience male pattern baldness before the age of 35. So don't fall into that statistic. And our friends at Keeps have never made it more simple. This is what happens. You have a consultation online with a doctor and you get the medication sent to your door every three months. You used to have to wait in pharmacy lines, have awkward doctor visits, but no more, never again. And it's as little as $10 a month. Now we have a very special deal for you today. If you go to keeps.com slash YNK, you get your first month for free. You heard it here, folks. K-E-E-P-S.com slash YNK. You get your first month for free. All right, let's get back to the show. So adding adding to the when we we're talking about content and um, what we were talking about before, girls are making a fucking killing right now in OnlyFans. Killing, killing. A fucking killing. killing. We, yeah. won't, we won't we name any names. Yeah. But some a girl we know just said she made forty K in a month. And a girl you said you knew made eight K in a day. Yeah. Like which is insane.
1: Cute, real cute girl, like not a huge following, not an influencer at all. Just like has like twenty thousand followers.
0: Eight K in a day.
1: Yeah, it was, like, 8K over, like, two and a half days, she said. But, like, it's such a... It's actually a fucking awesome thing. It's awesome for girls. Think about it. Girls have been, you know, more or less, like, objectified sexually. Everyone loves fucking, you know, there's more people watching porn or Mm -hmm. even just shit in that vein than anything else, you know? And, like, women... Are always the object of like look how sexy and beautiful but now they're just getting fucking paid for it yeah they're getting rich mm-hmm. like and they have the biggest market because there's a never-ending line of horny guys and it's just like this whole dynamic of like guys wanting to see girls that they know or at least like follow as people a little bit yeah and then they see them go this way and like and the girls all the girls I have spoke to are like I don't even do anything very sexual yeah like it's just more, like, personalized, and, like, there's there's an element of, like, connectivity that people want, mm-hmm. um, intimacy with these girls, and they're, they're monetizing it. So, it's dope. Um, that is dope. I actually know a girl, just staggering numbers, almost 200 grand a month. Nuh-uh. Yeah.
0: You know a girl that makes 200K yeah. a month yeah. on OnlyFans? Yeah,
1: like, close to 200K a month. God. <laughs> like, dude, so, it's just, like,
2: oh, it's man. fucking amazing,
1: but... I really want to talk about this I talked about it a little bit Like the future of commerce Right Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Coronavirus made it so unbelievably clear That like there's so much uncertainty Nothing Anything You've been working for your job And studying for this And you get a promotion Mm -hmm. All that shit Anything can change at the mercy of nature So What I'm saying is like Think about You have all these skilled people All over the world There's so many skilled people In so many different fields Mm -hmm. They had their place of work where they would go and people would fucking pay them for their service yep so now those places of work are no longer even when it does go back to normal when i'll put air quotes around normal it's still not going to be what it was before for a long time where like people yep. aren't going to be going out in groves to everywhere like like it used to be mm-hmm. so what's the future of commerce you have a skill anything you can do if you're the best painter or uh, anything
0: food critic. Fucking! You make the best tables. You do. You make the most delicious cakes. I think it's beyond skill, though. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. Okay. It could be. Uh, it could be skill, knowledge, uh, just your, your like spirit, en- like entertainment, just coaching, whatever. Anything. Entertainment. Anything. Singing. Anything play- uniquely that you bring to the table that people. Anything. Are drawn to, anything. This is
1: the future of commerce. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the dividend, like the dividends, the payouts, are so much better for you as the person who is offering the service. Let's just call it service, even if it's not. Yep. Like I, There was a girl over this morning talking about, she's a, like a poppin' actress, mm-hmm. right? We were talking about this shit. And it's just like, she's actually like crazy spiritual. She's been meditating since she was like seven or eight years old. She grew up on an Indian reservation. Wow. So like, crazy spiritual and kind of feels like her purpose be like to help or to just like, you know, like touch people's lives and and share some of this shit. She, she's been through crazy shit. But, like, even her just sitting in front of a camera. She's a beautiful girl. Sitting in front of a camera and just talking and, it, you know, not even about her looks. Forget her looks. Just, like, if she has these amazing things and spirituality to offer, that's her service. But, like, instead of you go on YouTube for about a million views, you get less than $1,000. Where she would yeah. fucking get, she would do, like, she would do probably 20K a week. Mm-hmm. Doing the same shit she doing on YouTube with more work, yep, and with a way higher fucking need for a much bigger reach. Yeah, so you know it's it's one of these things where you know we're businessmen. We look at it like we're not fucking podcast, like we're not news podcasters. Like what's going on this week? And like yes, we've done that because look, we got thrown a curveball with coronavirus and we just wanted to keep we're also a, the train moving we're
0: a rare case in the podcast world where this is just a piece of your puzzle right it's a piece of all of our puzzle yeah and you know we don't wake up every day and and say we're podcasters you know what i mean it's it, not it, that and it's we love it we love that we get the chance to connect with people and and let people know who we are and that's the best part of it but at the end of the day mm-hmm. you're mike the musician first absolutely mike the lover second and then maybe mike the podcaster
1: The business, man, third. (laughs) Um, But also, like, what my favorite thing about podcasting is when I got into spirituality and shit, like, I realized, like, life, I was looking at life like, what can I get from it?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, get, get, get. What can I do if I'll do this? What can I get? Where will I get? Give me why when something bad happens. Why? I do everything right. Why not? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, this whole entitlement to how people look at life and how I was looking at life Mm -hmm. and then I realized giving is actually more rewarding and you actually get because you give and you know there's been I definitely always had an undertone of that but I didn't really understand that and now when I clicked for me I'm like the podcast made so much sense my favorite part of the podcast is being able to offer any help for fucking kids or people who you know for whatever reason they're drawn to us and and want that from us and think we can help and i hope it never comes off as preaching this is the furthest thing from preaching <laughs> we kind of talk through like a lot of this shit like even when you look at my twitter like i hope it doesn't come off as preaching but i i come at these realizations and i share them because i'm drawn to share them and i feel like i can help it can help. I knew if I was read that when I was twenty four, mm-hmm. I would have liked to hear that from my one of my mu- favorite musicians or whatever. Yeah, and that servitude is like is what I want to do. And It really is the key focal point of like what I I feel like I I bring with this podcast, especially with the guests. When I sit with the guests, I try to bring that out. Why did you get here? How did you get here? Mm-hmm. What did you learn? How can how can you guys apply it? Why, how can you get in the seat one day? You know. Yep. And. That's what I want to gear it towards. I want to gear this, when we don't have guests, I want to gear, like, we do it already with the Steve Hotline, but we're going to take it to another level, mm-hmm. and we, we're we going to monetize it. We're this you know, talking about all these things and where commerce is going, this is what we want to do. And, and there's going to be a lot more than just, you know, taking your calls and answering the best we can, but I want that to be the focal point of, you know, the sit-downs when if you want to fucking come on and chug a beer with us, cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's, it's the same tone. We want to talk about shit going on in the house, cool. But we want to do it for our core fans and the people that are actually dialed in. And, like, look, I think having sit-downs where we could talk about real shit to, like, 300 people live, you know, in a, in a, whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. whatever the format's going to be, but it's going to be, like, a pay subscription-type service. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be, what,
0: bi-weekly? That'll be bi-weekly on the days we're not doing the podcast episodes. Yeah. Yep.
1: And, you know, it's not even, I don't even think it has to be scheduled amongst those, within those structures. Like within Bravo and this that's what we're going to be using. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, like we can, whenever we have something, you know, whenever we have something to share, we'll, we can hop on there and fire it out to everyone who subscribes, you know, but yep. there will be also time. What 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 is the best process we're going to? Essentially, what we're trying to do is create a hotline where we sit down, drink beers, and yeah, answer your questions. I, I can
0: elaborate a little bit. So, I mean, I'm sure you see on the beginning of all of our podcasts, if you're listening on the audio side, that you know we're constantly pushing the Bravo app. We've done a lot of stuff with them. You know, we did the went a free trip to the ranch, and some fans came out and whatever. So, a lot of you already have the Bravo app. Um, we're going to start implementing it with what Mike was just talking about and if you have the app already just make sure you update it cuz they just um added a bunch of new features uh, if you haven't gotten it yet just make sure you download the Bravo Pay app and uh our page will be uh at ynk podcast i believe yeah, yeah.
1: and and behind the scenes <laughs> uh we're going to we're going to do it, it will be specific it will be content only you have and and will never be public content but we'll have we're going to do like kind of a an element of a vlog, in a sense, too, within this, where we can... If there's shit going on, like, we do film a lot of it. Like, this is... We're going to actually... Because I don't want to be a YouTuber and a vlogger, and like I said, the dividends aren't really, like, for the amount of time it would take. It's not really something that makes tons of sense as far as a return on investment. Mm -hmm. But um, with this structure, it will, and I think you guys will get dope shit. Also, like, sharing... You know, like, I'll have a mic one at some point where I'll I share sneak peeks of songs, show my process, and just hop on and talk if I got things to say, too. But mm-hmm. it, it will be... We, what I'm saying is when we come out with podcasts, we want I want it to be special. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. think we have a special product with the sit-downs. And I think we have a special vibe when we sit down and bullshit. So those will still happen occasionally. But mainly will be a focal point on bringing guests back on and we are launching another podcast that will have a huge element of like the chopping it up and the guys Mm -hmm. talk and all that. And that's going to be really, really fun. So, yep. Yeah. I think that covers most of it. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, just to, I mean, elaborate even a little further with, with the Bravo pay app, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's set up very similarly to, to Patreon. It's set up very similarly to those type of monthly subscription um, formats, but, um, one, we are uh, we're very close with the company. We're actually a part of the company, and and two, like we we like it because they're taking such a smaller percentage from creators. Mike was just saying about how YouTube, I mean, you know, you're making hundreds of dollars per millions of views, which is just outrageous. Especially as a creator, it's outrageous. Um, whereas, and you know, you look at uh, Patreon, who takes you know around fifteen percent from the creators. You look only at fans Only, takes only fans takes twenty percent from the creators. Bravo's taking five percent from the creators. So that's I mean that's why we were drawn to them. Um, they just released this whole new part of their app where you know creators can do you know monthly subscriptions, which is what we're gonna do with the podcast. Yeah and um, And yeah, like on, on the weeks we're not doing the episodes, like Mike said, uh, similar to the Steve hotline, we're gonna set up something similar to like a, like a zoom call with, with all you guys. And whoever's part of the monthly subscription will get the you know the private login to these uh, bi-weekly hangouts. And we're gonna get to. It's gonna be way more personal than you know what, what we did in the past with Steve Hotline and you know with anything else we've ever done. We're gonna be able to talk to you know a bunch, yeah. a bunch of you guys every other week. Yeah, you're gonna get to you know hang out, drink beers with us, ask questions. It's, it's just gonna be much more personal.
1: The Zoom element's really fucking cool in the sense of like it be could be you know fucking 300 of you guys in a call with us, and 10, 15 of you guys get in there and actually get on, ask a question or do whatever you know. So. Mm-hmm it it is just creating like a higher access point for you guys and it's also like conserving and and it feels like i want to make sure when we put out a piece of content and it's a podcast and it's public i want it i just want it to feel special and i don't want it to feel redundant i don't we don't want to be like news you know weekly current event podcasters per se you know mm-hmm. like we're going to kind of turn this focus on service and kind of just being connected with you guys and catering to the people that really fucking care about us. And yeah,
0: you brought up a good point a while ago on like the reason why this podcast has been so rewarding for us was because, you know, you look back in the day, touring's touring's boring was kind of like a peek into our lives and you got to really like find out who we are. And we haven't really done that in a while. Mm-hmm. And since there was almost like a void, you know, before we did the podcast where we didn't really have that outlet mm-hmm. to to do that. Yeah. And I that- mean,
1: dude, and and like, uh, Touring's Boring, I was gonna bring it up, since you say, like, this vlog that we're gonna, like, I think that's gonna be a huge winner in this. This is gonna be a shit you guys really love, along with, like, kind of the Hangouts and the Steve Hotline shit. It's just like, we'll give you, it's gonna have that Touring's Boring tone, less like ratchet, and because we're not on tour, you know, but like, sh- anytime there's things going on, we'll be able to, like, put pieces of content together for you guys, just for you. For the people who fucking want to be involved, mm-hmm. and another point, like it's not going to be an expensive thing. No. You know what I mean? It's going to no. be like ten bucks or something. You know, at I don't the even, most, yeah, tops. And you'll be getting you know a handful of content per month, but it'll all be exclusive to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, access, access, access is what I think is like one of the better things we can offer you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at my DMs, it's all it's all questions and it's all things. You know, it's not like a rapper's DMs you would ever expect. It's a lot. It's, it's actually like pretty crazy, and I I take a lot of time to go and answer some, but I can't answer most. I know. So this is this is a a chance for you guys, the people who really need and want and are drawn to us and want to talk to us, to actually get that shot.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be exactly the same vibe as we had when we did the Steve Hotline. Like, it's going to have some serious elements, and it's going to have some fun elements. whatever you guys guys want it to be. Yeah, no, it's going to be whatever you want it to be. Like, you know, we're going to be hanging out. We're going to be drinking. A girl girl called me a couple nights ago asking for Hmm. OnlyFans management advice.
1: Love that, which is hilarious. Probably a category you can you can dive into
0: exactly like actually uh it maybe like gave me such a sense of fulfillment that someone <laughs> would even come to me for that type of advice yeah and we sat there and we had like a twenty minute business call on how she can further find success in her OnlyFans page. And Love like, that, and that's the type of like access we want to give you guys, where like you can just come and ask us anything, and we can literally just chop it up and be as authentic and genuine as possible. I mean,
1: Kilmer's going on every every single fan who has a podcast. Kilmer goes on.
0: Yeah, I've been. Uh, Which on, that's on, just
1: fucking cool. But that goes to show you like what like genuinely like bro, he's going on podcasts with no following. It's not to grow ours. It's not to grow his it's nothing. It's it's giving. It's servitude and yeah. And it's in its own way and it's fun for him. But like that go that's kind of the what I'm trying to say is like it really is kind of an undertone of like the whole purpose of this. Yeah. Um and yes, we're businessmen. Yes, we're we're you know, we're very much into capitalism and we both wanna everyone everyone under this house is, you know, want wants their own success and wants, you know, and wants to be fucking breadwinners for their family and for their loved ones. So there's an element to that and you but, you know, look, what I'm saying is like, yes, anytime we're like gonna take a piece of content away publicly and say you gotta pay for it. I understand there can be a feeling of that, but look, we're actually going to have more content than you're already getting. Like we're launching a a podcast that has the potentiality of being like a really impactful one. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're, you know, if you really want it, you know, you're going to have a a way better access point to us. And, and I think it's a win-win. So, yep. We appreciate y'all. There will still be certain times when we go do certain things and something wants to be said, we'll still have those hangouts for the general public but they'll just be way less uh, way less often um yeah and yeah i think i think it's an exciting uh it's in this whole theme of change and as always we'll just assess as we go and i think it's going to be really successful and i think you guys are going to actually feel like this is a great <laughs> this is the great uh return on my fucking 10 bucks you know um so
0: and just to add to it i mean it's a lot of musicians are and i'm not talking about you because i mean you're you've you've been blessed to like you know have such a high you know success within what you've been doing right but like a lot of musicians are just really struggling now uh because they can't tour i mean touring uh i mean what percentage do you think of the their income is for most musicians you know well look most
1: 95% 95% of the musicians you're aware of, maybe 90, I would say 95 though, mm-hmm. the one like if you know of them, they have a record deal. Um and look, just to fucking pull the curtain back, like you're getting 15-18% of your record income. Yeah, which you is do a not deal. good. And if you don't do a deal, you're getting like I'm getting in the high 60s. Yeah. So like what I'm saying is for regular fan, like, for regular, you know, what's us call them regular, just if they tip, went the typical kind of route of, uh, of of being in a record deal, their majority of their actual liquidity in their, in their money, like, actual liquid cash comes from fucking touring yeah. and public appearances. And you're an entity as a public figure, and you pay the price for fame, but you go get paid to go show up and do... Do shit, and, and now that, that, all that stripped away that's for,
0: for a year, over a year, It's just stripped away. So I mean, I think a lot you're going to see this a lot more, uh, not just from us, but a lot of musicians, a lot of creators. They're gonna, they're gonna go. We're just kind of ahead of the game. I, I want to say a little bit, but uh, a lot of people are going to be doing this because there's just a giant void in the entertainment industry now, and people kind of have to, you know, adjust. Yeah, adjust to it.
1: Yeah, this this is where this is where commerce is going, and it's not about public figures. Mm-hmm. The best fucking mechanic can be on Bravo in a year from now showing motherfuckers how to fix their flat tires. Mm-hmm. In 5 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's uh it's where it's going. We hope you guys hop on board. We'll assess it as we go. Mm-hmm. We think we'll bring a lot of value.
0: Yeah, so definitely get the app. We're uh we are at YNK podcast on the Bravo platform. Just make sure you uh download the app or you update it if you already have it. And uh, yeah, I think just to give a timeline on it, we're we're a couple weeks away from you know from starting this. So,
1: awesome! I'm fired up
0: for it. Fired up too. Fired up to touch base with more of you
1: guys, and it's always my favorite part of the podcast. When we get to like talk to just people, you know Steve's yeah. out there. So. I think it's
0: gonna be set up similar to this, where we can actually set up microphones yeah and like look at the screen and actually talk to people like we do at the podcast but it's just going to be so absolutely yeah it's going to be fucking great so interactive it's going to be awesome
1: yeah we're gonna have a whole new setup the set design we're talking about is going to be cool so like they won't be your typical zoom you'll see what i mean Mm -hmm. but it will feel it, it will feel cooler so
0: yeah yeah all right any sign offs
1: um no we got a new record uh in the in the pipeline um i think ben thinking's been out uh Exactly two weeks. Appreciate you guys, love. That's been my best performer in the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we got, you know, I'd say, like I said, it'll be every four to five weeks we'll have new songs. So I think there's a song in the pipeline. It takes a bit as far as the upload to the social to the distribute, like the distribution channels. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, you know, and I'd say in anywhere from the next three to four weeks. This new record will hit, and I think it's awesome, but it will be tons of that. So um, we're excited, man. I appreciate you guys, and stay safe. Keep rocking. Stay positive.
0: Yeah, and for all the ladies, I will have my own Bravo. If you need uh, management advice on your OnlyFans accounts, Mm -hmm. you could be making a lot more money than you think you can. Sure can. So uh, I think I might launch my own own agency. Yeah. I think I'll be the first of its kind. Yeah, I think so, too. So holler for a dollar. Yeah. That's our saying. I'm working on it. I'm workshopping it.
1: Yeah. I'm not mad at it. That's, that Especially be. if you charge a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I'll think about it. Yeah. Marinate <laughs> on it. Let's, you know. Marinate on it. All right. Cheers. See ya. <laughs>